0: And thank you for joining us for this special Midweek Advent Podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Bourbonnais, Illinois. This is a sermon for December 4th, 2019. The sermon is entitled Dying Light, Rising Light and is based on Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 through 6. It was preached by Pastor Carl Copen. They burned through January. Even through the first of February, those outside lights burned bright every night. Finally, about the middle of February, I became a bit critical. I said, if I were too lazy to take my Christmas lights down, I think I'd at least turn them off at night. But about the middle of March, there was a sign outside the house that explained why they had left their lights on. It simply said, welcome home, Jimmy. And they learned that the family had a son in Vietnam and they had left their Christmas lights on in anticipation of his return. And Pastor Russell says lights are a symbol of hope. A person in a lost and dark cave turns a corner and is relieved when you see that ray of sunlight breaking through a crack. Or the person adrift on a life raft in the middle of the ocean at night is excited when they're able to say, I see the light of a ship on the horizon. People in darkness are delighted to see light. It's a simple symbol of hope. Light and lights are a symbol of hope but lack of light can also be problems bring problems can't they think of seasonal affective disorder SAD it's also known as winter depression or the winter blues as we're getting into that time that disorder that some people are experiencing often in the darker months of the year those who have SAD as it is called have little energy and become very depressed but it also can lead people to overeat or not eat enough uh, both of which can cause more depression and more sadness but we all know that it doesn't have to be winter for people to feel sad right? In fact, in our day more and more of us are singing the blues studies show that the rates of depression for Americans have risen dramatically in the past 50 years according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention Depression is the second leading cause of disability for Americans between the age of 15 and 44. During their lifetime, most Americans will experience a more acute uh, depression about three times. You know, when, when the bottom falls out, right? When everything heads south, when nothing seems right. Studies have found that depression is closely linked to all different kinds of things. Divorce, separation, the death of a loved one, sadly the statistics show that women are 70 percent more likely than men to experience depression and even more sadly depression is involved in more than two-thirds of the 35,000 suicides that occur in the United States every year when we are in darkness with no sign of light on the horizon when we're depressed it is really tempting to to self-medicate right Uh, a lot of times people do that with with alcohol or drugs or, or, or you name it. Uh, there are all kinds of things people have tried to bring themselves out of that depression. But we all know where quick fixes end. They end back in that same path with more depression. It is into this darkness that Isaiah boldly announces in our first reading today Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. It is that, 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 that burst of light in the darkness. Isaiah employs this light imagery throughout chapter 60. The word light appears seven times in the chapter Other light words are there too, shine or or brightness or be radiant. Uh, Others say about the splendor of God, uh, beautify and glory and glorious. The sun and the moon bringing light. It's a, a brilliant light show that Isaiah is talking about. But we also know that it can get dark, very dark. Isaiah knows that all too well. Isaiah chapter 59, there's a lot of darkness there. Some say it's the darkest chapter in the Bible. Words describing darkness and depression and death appear 17 times in the first eight verses. 17 times. The list includes iniquity and sin, defilement and deceit wickedness and disorder, vanity and turmoil, violence and evil, destruction, devastation, and crooked. (laughs) The verse goes on to say that justice and salvation and righteousness are far, far away. In verse 16 in chapter 59 announces, God is appalled because there is no one to intervene. It often feels like we live in the world of Isaiah chapter 59, doesn't it? I feel like it because it gets dark, very dark. Just when we don't expect Him, the Prince of Darkness arrives and points his accusing finger at us, right? Mocking our feeble attempts at discipleship, mocking our weak faith and, and our fall into various sins, our, our failed relationships or our fatal attractions. But take heart. When you're in the dark, Isaiah says, You have the light. Arise, shine, for your light has come. Arise and shine. There's that rising light, as that as on the cover there of your bulletin. Uh, that, that rising light in our lives. Isaiah predicts and prepares the way for an even greater life show, light show. I mean, I mean that's the all about Christ, isn't it? In Luke chapter 2, verse 9, an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. Simeon celebrates uh, in Luke chapter 2, verse 32, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The Magi arrive, and and they marvel. We have seen his star, that light in the east, and have come to worship him. What a dazzling light show. God enters this world uh, on the floor of a stable through the womb of a teenager in the presence of a carpenter and he brings light. Jesus is the light of the world. He is the light of the world who takes on flesh so that he might take you into his arms to heal your hurts, to forgive your sin, destroy your darkness. In his presence there is that blazing, brilliant, eternal light John 1 verse 5 says this, The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not overcome it. Note that verb, shines, for you grammar people out there. It's a present tense verb. John doesn't write, the light shone sometime in the past. He doesn't say, the light will shine sometime in the future. John writes, the light shines in the darkness, the light shines right now in your darkness in your deep darkness in the darkest hours of your light this light shines the darkness has not overcome it with those words John prepares us even now in Advent for Good Friday talk about a dark day nails and blood and and sweat and tears Three hours of darkness and then death. But then we also know three days later, the light shines. Present tense, shines. The darkness does not overcome it. The darkness does not overcome Jesus. The darkness does not overcome you. Not even death can extinguish this light. You remember that cry from Easter? (laughs) Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Not risen from sleep. Not risen from confusion. Not risen from from stupor or slumber. Not risen in the memory of His followers. No. Christ is risen from the dead. Physically, bodily, most certainly. Stepping forth from that tomb, Jesus radiates life and light. He is the ultimate in rising light. Resurrection light befriends us and beckons us, and it, and it cannot be broken. God delivers you and me from the dominion of darkness and transfers us, moves us into the kingdom of light, his light. When our evening comes, the night of death will yield to a dawn of an eternal Easter. In that moment, we will forever shine in divine splendor and bask in God's eternal glory. Like the psalmist's cry we had at the beginning of this service, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? But there's more to come. When Christ returns, he promises to take us to the new Jerusalem, according to Revelation 22, verse 5, the new heavens and the new earth, where he says, there will be no more night they will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun for the Lord God Almighty will give them light you see our best years are not behind us (laughs) our biggest moments are not long gone death is merely that first chapter in a story that has no end no end we hear about this light we sing about this light I preach about this light because sometimes life turns in on us, and it hurts so bad we, we slip into the darkness. Remember the movie *A uh, Field of Dreams? Uh, good movie, if you remember the story. Ray Kinsella of Iowa uh, turns a cornfield into a baseball field, and, and all of a sudden long-dead Major League Baseball players, including Shoeless Joe Jackson of the Chicago White Sox, show up. Ray's problem, though, is that They're invisible to almost everyone else. He's going bankrupt, and much to the disgust of his brother-in-law, Mark, Mark tells Ray, he says, Ray, you're going to lose your farm. You built a baseball field, and you sit here, and you stare at nothing. Then all of a sudden, there's this traumatic incident that changes Mark's vision, and he flips 180 degrees, telling Ray, you must not sell this farm. What happened? Well, you could see all the baseball players now. He was in the dark. And then he saw the light, so to speak. God specializes in that kind of turnaround, doesn't he? Isaiah says, arise and shine, for your light has come. Rise up out of that darkness. The rising light in our hearts and lives claims us and moves us. Jesus was born for you and me. Coming to earn forgiveness for every sin, every dark day. To being that anchor in a a dark storm. Advent reminds us to cast off the darkness, and bask in the rising light of Jesus. In John chapter 8, Jesus spoke to the people and he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Light is God's good and perfect gift to you and me. Jesus is that rising light that lightens your darkness. Don't miss it. Go forth with that. Amen. Please rise. And now, may the peace of God that transcends all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this special Midweek Advent Podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Bourbonnais, Illinois. You can find this and other podcasts by going to stpaulslutheran.net. Thank you for listening and God's blessings.